The Rambam in Hilchas Tshuva, famous Rambam Perik Hay. The Rambam about Yidian Bechira. Now the Rambam over here says first in Halacha Aleph that everybody has Bechira Chavshis. Everybody has Bechira Chavshis and nobody should say you don't. And then the Rambam says like this. Al yavar b'machshvay secha dover ze shoimrim tipshei umoyis ha'olam v'roiv golmei b'nei Yisrael. Don't think what the tipshim of the goyim say, tipshei ha'umoyis, v'roiv golmei Yisrael, and the goylums amongst the Jews. The Rambam is going to say a svara now, and he says this is the svara of the tipshim of the goyim and the goylums of the Jews. That when a person's born, Hashem says if he should be a tzaddik or rosha, ein hadover kein it's not so. Ela kol adam v'adam roili yis tzaddik k'moish rabenu, ay rosha ki yeravam. Anybody is born, he could choose to be a tzaddik as big as moish rabenu or rosha as big as yeravam ben avad. And by the way, in case anybody asks you a trivia question, who was the biggest rosha in history of Klal Yisrael? The answer is you have arrived from here was Yeruvim ben Avot. If not, it would be Yeshir Milamata. Only Yeruvim, but a worse, no, Yeruvim was the worst guy. Moshe was the best, and Yeruvim was the worst, okay? So the first kasha is over here. This Rambam, it's, it's very poshut. Everybody has Bechir Chavshis. But what is he doing with the Goylems and the Tipshin? What is he, why, if a guy thinks this, so he's a Toye, he makes a mistake. Maybe he's api kairis because he's kaifer scharva oinish. Um, whatever he is, what does it mean? He's a goylem and a tipish. And why, by the Jews, is he a goylem? And by the goyim, he's a tipish. If you're Jew, you say this: you're a goylem. And if you're a goy, you're a tipish. What's the difference between a goylem and a tipish? Okay. Then the Rambam later says shema toimar. A few halachas down. Everybody knows this Rambam. Everybody, Hashem knows what's going to be in the future. Does Hashem know that a guy's tzaddik going to be a tzaddik? Or Hashem doesn't know. One of the two have to be true, correct? Either he does know or doesn't know. If he knows, right? This is the Rambam's famous kasha. If, if Hashem knows somebody's going to be a tzaddik, it's impossible for him then not to be a tzaddik. So now the Rambam is saying that L'choyre, he has a raya to the tipshim and the goylems. Because does Hashem know the future that a person is going to be a tzaddik or rosha? Zichah, he does. But if he knows it, even before the guy's born, Hashem knows it. Hashem knows the future, right? So that means it's mochruch that he's going to be a tzaddik or a rasha, because Hashem knows. That's the Rambam's kasha. Now, by the way, there's a famous teretz to this. It's brought down in Svarim. That, and l'choyre, everybody can answer this, but it's a shvera teretz, which is why the Rambam l'choyre didn't use it. The teretz is, it's not a kasha. Just because you know the future, that means the person who did something in the future that you knew doesn't have bachira. You know these old stories they tell us when they're kid, we're kids, stories about a guy goes into the future and he sees what's going to be and then he comes back and he tells everybody. So if you go into the future and you see what's going to be, let's say you miraculously find the newspaper from one year from now and it says Ruvain killed Shimon. And you know that because you saw, you miraculously found the news. Does that mean that now Ruvain has no more Bechira because you knew it? It doesn't mean that. Hakeret. Because Ruvain, with his Bechira, killed Shimon, you looked into the future and you saw. That's Teretz is brought. But the Teretz is very schwer. Here's why. Obviously, it's true that Hashem can look into the future because he's Lamailam in Hasman. And what by us is the present, Hashem can look into the future just like we look into the past and the present. But it's not enough to answer this Kasha because there are certain cases where this Teretz won't work. For example, we know that Hashem was dunning whether to kill Yishmoel when he was a baby, because in the future he's going to be bad to the Jews. So Hashem decides, no, he's not going to kill him because Bashar Husham. Let's say Hashem would have killed him. No more Yishmoel, right? 
Now I have a question. If Hashem would have killed them then, that means in the future, Yishmol would not be bad to the Jews because there would be no Yishmol. Right? So now what does it mean? Did Hashem know that Yishmol, if he would have been born, then he would have been bad to the Jews? If the only way Hashem knows the future is because he looks into the future, that's only true if it's a real future. But if Hashem has to make a decision what the future should be and he decides this should not be the future, where is he looking to know the future? It, doesn't, it can't be. It has to be more than that. You see, if, if uh, Hashem looks like the past, the present, the future, this is what they say, is all one to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Like he could look all over the calendar and the future of the calendar and the past of the calendar, that's fine. But once Yishmoel, that's only true if Yishmoel exists and something actually happens. But if he says, hey, this is going to happen, so let me stop it from happening, and that's not in the calendar anymore. So Teretz is very schwer. It'll work for most cases, but it's not good enough. So the Rambam has a different Teretz. And now the Rambam says like this, De'e, you should know. It's a very big arichus to answer this kasha. And there are many, many ikrim yesoidis of Yiddishkeit and of the Matthias of the world that are totally in this. You need to know and to understand what I'm about to tell you. Which, by the way, this Rambam, this line also, very schwer. If he wouldn't have wrote this, would anybody know anything less? The Rambam says, I mean, every halacha, the Rambam could be mocked him because it's certainly true. What is he being moisif over here with this? Right? But he says, But Hashem does not know things. Uh, Hashem does not know things. The knowledge of Hashem does not come from outside of Him, the way human beings get knowledge from outside. But it's not even, He's not even saying that Hashem gets knowledge from outside. He says the knowledge that Hashem has is not, from, is not outside of Him. There's me and there's my yadiyas. Those are two separate things. You can have me without my yadiyas. By Hashem is no such thing as Hashem and Hashem's yadiyas. It's all one thing. Elohu yizborach shemoi v'daytoi echot. And that's the teretz. In there, there's the teretz. How? We're going to explain Says the Rambam and a person can't be masig this in Gansan. Now you're going to all ask the Rivet's Kasha now. If a person can't be masig this, and this is the Teretz, what exactly is the Rambam telling us? And the Rivet's Kasha is so shwe, is so strong. The Rambam just said they are big yisoidis, and you need to know and to understand what I just tell you. Two seconds later, he says, "Well, nobody can really understand this." Just like a person doesn't understand what Hashem is. We can't understand Hashem. Just like you can't understand Hashem, obviously you also can't understand Hashem's knowledge, which is the same as Hashem. And therefore we can't know. But what we do know without a suffolk, we know this without a suffolk. There is no steerer between Yidi and Bechir. Now the whole Rambam of Metchilosov, Yad Soifa, is Meraf Sinigra. First he says you have to know, then he says you can't know, and then he says you can't know, but one thing for sure we know that it's not true. And the Raivet asks, the Rambam, the Ravid says, what is the Rambam doing? You can't start telling us something and then not finishing it, okay? Now, 
So here are the kashas that we have. Number one, we want to answer the Ravitz kasha on the Rambam. And obviously, in order to do that, we have to explain Poshet the Pshat, what the Rambam is talking about in all these Lashonis, right? Also, we want one particular Lashon that the Rambam never says anywhere else. This Lashon, which even if we will understand what he means, this Lashon will still be shver. What is he even being Moisif, right? He says, you should know, you have to know, and you have to understand, double Lashon. Pay attention to what I'm telling you. The Rambam all over doesn't say anything like that. But here he says it, okay? And then he says, and also the Goylem and the Tipish. Why is the Rambam calling them names? What is his Kavona? And he's very precise. He says, by a Jew, you're a Goylem. If you're a Goy, you're a Tipish. In order to answer this, we have to be Maktam Yisoyed. The Rambam says, I was ready. That's what he says. Be very, no, understand very much what I'm going to tell you. I already explained in Hilchas Yisoydiyah Torah. That's a funny thing also. He says, you have to understand what I'm going to tell you because I already told you it. Back there, he didn't say this. Back there in Perk Beis, Mihilchas Yisoydiyah Torah, which I have over here, the Rambam didn't say, only over here he said it. He says, I said something back over there, and you have to understand it very well. Here he didn't say it. What's, it's also very short. Here's what it says. Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Makir Amitoy. Hashem recognizes his own Metzius, his MS. The Yodeya Oisoy Kemoy Shehi, and he understands it the way it is. Ve'eno Yodeya Bedeya Shehi Chutz Mimenu Kemoy Shehanu Oy. Demamish the same thing like we said. And not only the knowledge of Hashem is not separate from Hashem, but everything from Hashem is not separate from Hashem. Chayov, uh, is, is, his life is not uh, different. If Hashem would, his life, there's me and my life, two separate things. For Hashem, it's not that way. Hashem, me and my hand, me and my life, me and my knowledge, me and my uh, whatever. By Hashem, there's no such thing as Hashem's possessions. Hashem doesn't have possessions. Hashem is only Hashem. And if you think, if you didn't learn this Rambam, and you think that Hashem has knowledge, even if you think, we have no idea how Hashem got the knowledge, but it's knowledge. Like I have knowledge, Hashem has knowledge. It's very bad. Listen to this. It will be many gods. You hear this? So when we say that you're not allowed to believe in two Hashems, that means, included in that, that you're not allowed to think that Hashem has knowledge. Hashem and His knowledge is one. Obviously, there's something going on over here that we need to know. There's Hashem and His life and His knowledge. If that's what you think, that's like three gods. It's all one. Nimsus Oimer, this is what we're going to say. His knowledge, the one that knows, what, it, what, and what is known, is all one. I want to explain to you what this means, and we really have to know this because there are, it's in Hilchis Yisoyed Yatoya. And if we get this wrong, we're because we think there's two Hashems. And this Yisoyed that I'm about to say, it's in, it's in every safe. It's not only the Rambam. Every safer of every Rishon, I'm not being Magazan, that speaks about Hashem. The Chayvis Halvavis of the Rambam or the Ravid and the Munah Harama, the, the other Ravid, or the, the Chayvis Halvavis and Shariyich, or the Kuzari, uh, uh, the Or Hashem, Rabbi Chizdoi, Kreshkash. Every single Rishon, Bali Guzma, that speaks about Hashem says this Yisoyed. And we're going to spend some time on it, right over the time, the plurality of time today is going to be understanding this. Because once we understand this, voila, every single, th- well, we got to know one more little Rambam Lashitosai, just to make the mark of a patish. But all the steers in the Rambam, the Lashonis from one word to the next, we're going to understand, we're going to look at it again, and it's going to be Dvarm Shutim. Here's the aside. We know Hashem is infinite, right? Hashem is not finite. Hashem has no gvulim. 
we need to understand what that means. So I'm going to give you the uh, uh, marshal that, again, all the Rishonim give in one way or another. Let's say you take a stick or a line that's maybe one foot long, like this. You chop it in half. Now you have two sticks, six inches each, right? You chop those in half again. Now you have four sticks, three inches each. And you keep chopping and chopping and chopping and chopping. How many times can you chop? How many times can you divide that stick? Give me a number. What's the limit? So you're going to tell me infinity, right? You can keep going forever. Fine. So a 12-inch stick or 12-inch line is made up of an infinite amount of points. I'm not telling you any chedushim. You all know this, right? Now let's say it's not a 10-inch stick. It's not a one-foot stick. It's a 100-yard football field. Chop it up once, 250 yards, two times 50 yards, and keep going. How many times can you chop that thing up? Infinity. So now I have a kasha. A hundred yard line is comprised of an infinite amount of points. And a 12 inch stick is comprised, a 12 inch line is comprised of an infinite amount of points. So if you take an infinite amount of points and you put them side by side, is it going to be 12 inches or 100 yards? If A, divided by B equals C, then C times B equals A. So how does this make any sense? It's not a trick. It's a real kasha. And I'll make the kasha a little more sophisticated. Uh, it goes like, let's say you have a hotel. This is not my, well, somebody from one of the chachmayumais hotel. This is just simple arithmetic what I'm telling you. You have a hotel has an infinite amount of rooms all fully occupied, every room has a person in it. And you come to the desk of the hotel and you say, I want to stay tonight in the hotel. So they tell you, you can't because it's full. So I said, what do you mean? I'll tell you what you do. You take the guy in room one and move him to room number two. You take the guy in room number two and move him to room number three. You take the guy in room number three and move him to room number four because you have an infinite amount of rooms. Infinity plus one is infinity. You're not going to run out of space. Just keep moving them, and I'll move into room one. And then the next guy will do the same thing, and the next guy will do the same. So we have very, something very weird going on here. What's going on here is, is that you have uh, a fully occupied hotel that can still accommodate an infinite amount of people. There's something wrong with this. We made a toys, and it's, it's true. It is a toys. The toys is this that infinity is not a big number that if you keep counting long enough, you'll reach it. Infinity means that no matter how long, forever and ever and ever you keep counting, you will never reach infinity. There is an endless supply of regular finite numbers, one quadrillion, billion, trillion, whatever it is, and one, and add one, and add one, and you can keep going on forever, you will never reach infinity. The toys that we're making is that we assume that you can chop up this stick into a final amount of points, the quantity of which is infinity. But if infinity is not a, a final quantity. When we say you can chop it up into an infinite amount of points, what we mean is you can keep chopping and chopping forever, and the amount of chops will continue to increase, but they will never reach infinity. It will never reach infinity. You can keep chopping and chopping and chopping. If you say, this is the toys, we reached infinity. It has an infinite amount that there is already. You have already reached an infinite amount of points. You put them side by side. That's a toys. It's a steerimine obey. Infinity is not a number that you could reach. You could, this is, the Rambam brings this from the early philosophers even, that from Aristotle, that you, you, there's only such a thing as a potential infinity. There's never an infinity in the past. Got it? Now. Now we have a Shiloh. That's arithmetic. Now, asks all the Rishonim. Yesoid number two. Remember that, very important. This is going to be the Yesoid. You cannot have an infinite amount of things already done. 
Rav Sajid going, by the way, brings a raya that uh, the amount of time in the past could never have been infinity. It's poshant. Because you never would have reached the present. You can't have finished already an infinite amount of, let's say every second that passed in the entire world, you would count one, two, three. Would the amount of seconds in the past be infinite or finite? In the past, until now. Well, it can't be infinite because that means you reached infinity. So it has to be finite. There had to be a first moment of time. Rav Sajigoyen and others say that. But now, listen to this. Forget about moments of time. I just brought that so we should understand the concept a bit more. Big Yisoyed. Every Masoyvav has a Siba. That means everything that happens has a reason it happened. It has a cause. Cause and reason in Lashon HaKodesh was this Elo and Sibo. When we say HaKodesh Baruch Hu is Elo HaElois and Sibo HaSibois, we're going to explain what that means right now. For our purposes though, Elo and Sibo we're going to use synonymously. Let's just not go into the difference now. But everything that happens has a reason it happens this way and not a different way. You throw the dice and it accidentally lands on six. There was a reason it landed on six and not five. How you threw it, the speeds, the, how it landed, right? the same sebas result in the same side. Can anybody think, you understand what I mean, this is very important. Even if something happens by accident, there was a reason the accident happened this way as opposed to that way. A cow has four legs. Why does a cow have four legs and not three legs? Well, there's a reason. If one cow has four legs, another has three legs, there's a reason. Nothing happens in the world without a reason. And there are reasons for the reasons. And there are reasons for the reasons for the reasons all the way back. Is everybody with me? Because this is Mamish, you know when the Rambam says, big Yesoidus? This is the biggest of the biggest of the Yesoidus, what I just said. Can anything happen without a reason? Can you even imagine such a thing? Try it. I mean, cows don't pop into the world without reasons. But even if you would say theoretically it's possible, try it. I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to ask for a volunteer. But think of something that pops into the world without any SIBA, without any reason. Now, I'm not going to ask you what you did, but I need a volunteer. If nobody volunteers, I'll make up something. But what did you think of? I'm not asking, I'm asking you, imagine something popping into the world without a SIBA. Anything you want. What did you just imagine? Table. Okay. Why did he, now he was trying to think of something existing without a seba, a table. But don't you think there's a reason he thought of a table and you thought of a cow and you thought of a car? And how many, ta- how many legs did your table have? Four. Why did his table have four legs and not three legs? There's a reason. Probably because he, all the tables he's seen in his life have, three le- have four legs. Except maybe in Yeshiva I was once and that had a table with three legs, but he never saw that table. And why do tables have four legs? What's the Siva tables have four legs? Because otherwise they'll fall. And why are they going to fall? Because of this. You designed that table. You can imagine almost any impossible thing in the world, but you cannot conceive of something coming into the world, poof, uh, something without a Siva. There's no such thing. Okay? It's impossible. Here's the problem, though. Those two things we said, when you put one, that you cannot have an infinity in the past, and two, every Mesoivav needs a Siba, results in a Kasha. If every Mesoivav has a Siba, and every Siba has a Siba, tell me, if you go all the way back in the past and you count every Siba that happened in history, Will the amount of Sebas be infinite or finite? Finite. Who said finite? Of course you're right. Because you cannot have already had an infinite amount of Sebas. Now we have to understand, this is not the Pshat Mili, it's impossible. There's two types of impossible. The Rambam says this in Moin Avuchim. There's one type of impossible that you can't jump off the roof and fly. And that's because there's a rule in the Teva you can't fly. And such rules, 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu can make a nest and there could be a... But then there's another thing. That's not just the rules of the Teva Machayev. There's, there's, there's something that's impossible, not merely impossible, we'll call it, for lack of a better term, absurd or nonsensical because it, the Musuk doesn't make sense. For example, uh, a Sakona, right? In English means danger. Is it possible to have a Sakona that's not dangerous? Obviously not. Can there be a nest that made a Sakona that's not dangerous? No, because there's no such thing. Can the Chazunish in Amunu be talking? Look in the back of Taharis because they censored it out out of the little green Kuntras Amunu be talking. They censored a whole bunch of things out of that. Grada, for whatever reason, the English translation of Amunu be talking put back the censored stuff. But if you look in the back of Taharis, uh, Aleph Tess, that's where it is. The Chazunish says this a triangle that has four angles doesn't even make sense, Alpines, because it's gibberish. There's no such thing. It's my Marshall Sakona, that's not dangerous. It's like, can you make a nest to make a mixed-use pitlick? What's a mixed-use pitlick? There's no such thing. Ah, but could, could you make a nest to do it? No, the question is nonsensical. It's not the Pshat, it's impossible. There's, there's certain things that are impossible, and there's certain things that aren't even things. It's not the pshat, it's impossible. There's no it to be impossible. You're just taking sounds and putting them together that sound nice, but you're not giving any idea. An infinite amount of things already done is absurd. It's impossible. You can't say an infinite, which means it never ends, amount of things already ended. It's the same as Sakona, that's not dangerous. And therefore, if you count the amount of Sebus all the way back to the beginning of all the Sebus, it cannot have been an infinite amount of Sebus because an infinite amount of things in the past is gibberish. There's no such musuk. It's like a sakona that's not dangerous. But what does that leave us? That leaves us that there was a Seba Rishoino, a first Seba, that had no Seba. It's called Seba Rishoina, which is something we can't be masik. You see, if you can't be masik something, it doesn't mean it's impossible. We know that uh, one of two things are true, either space ends or space doesn't end. One of those things have to be true. We can't be masik either of them. The reason we can't be masag either of them is because the way our hasogas work, we don't invent new hasogas. We experience things in our brain, and our brain uh, processes it and spits it back out. Something that we never experienced, we can't be masag, like a blind person can't be masag the difference between blue and red, right? Can't be masag light. You can't even explain it to him, although on paper he'll be able to prove there's a difference between these two types of light. He won't know what it is. We just proved that there's a Seba, there was a first cause, a Seba Rishoina, even though we also know we can't be masik such a thing because uh, we never experienced something. In our experience, everything that every Masoiva has a Seba. The Seba Rishoina is also what we call another characteristic, you can call it, of the Seba Rishoina, that's Muchrach HaMetzius or Muchuyiv HaMetzius. It means it had to exist. See, everything that exists didn't have to exist. This safer didn't have to exist. But there's a Siba why it exists. If there's something that exists without a Siba, it's not the Pshat. A Pshat could never have not existed. Not the Pshat, it happens to exist. It could never have not existed. You guys with me here? These are big Yisoidis, okay? It could never have not existed. There's a first cause of the world, of the world, the universe. Not even time or space could be the Siva, because that means there's a Siva. This Siva Rishoina has no Siva, not time, not space. And it has to be that way, because if it was something that caused it, like time or space, okay, so what caused time? Another Siva, another Siva. You can't make an infinite amount of Sibas. Somewhere the chain of Sibas has to end. And this Siva Rishoina is a Mokra Hametzias means it had to be there. Everything else could be here, could not be here, happens to be. But this had to be here. What else do we know about the Siba Rishoni? You see, this, there's some more things we know about this. 
We know about the Sibari Shoin, another thing that we can't be mastic. That's what we call, well, Kuloi Poshot. Here's what that means. Remember I, I asked you why your table has four legs and why your cow has horns or whatever? Anything that has, that is a Gavisa way, a certain way, that has a certain prat, that we could always ask, why does it have this prat? As opposed to being another way. The Siba Rishayna that has no Siba, that's Mukhr Hametzias, has to be as Asod Metzias, such a type Metzias that you can never ask, why is it this way and not that way? There's no Protim. There's no Chalokim. If I say the Siba Rishayna has a nose, it doesn't make any sense. Why would the Siba Rishayna have a nose? As opposed to not having a nose. The Musug has to be something that there's no such thing this way or that way or that way or this way. Kuloi Poshet. We have, can't be massive Kuloi Poshet because we live in a three-dimensional world. There's length, width, and, and um, height. Here you're talking without space, without time. Nothing causes it, nothing affects it. Because if nothing causes it, nothing can cause it to disappear. And it's Mukhra Hametzias. And there can only be one and not two, by the way. You know why? Because what makes something two or three, what? Either space, or not even space. Let's say we have something that's um, just b'machshava. Ideas, musogim, abstract. You have two ideas, communism and blue. Those are two separate things. Why? Because this has gedorim. It has things that make it what it is. And... Beyond those gedorim, there's the other musug. And one doesn't have anything to do with their things that separate them. Two svarim. One they ends because this ends over here and this one begins here. But if there's no protim, there's no gvulim, there can only be one. There can't be two. What makes them two as opposed to one? Can't be. This is a sibari shoinah. Also, by the way, when the sibari shoinah caused the world question. Did something force it to cause the world? Can't be. Because then that other thing impacted the Siba Rishayna. So the Siba Rishayna had to, on its own volition, choose to create the world. When I say create the world, I mean cause everything. And this is a Dover Poshet. All the philosophers knew this. And what I'm about to tell you now is a Drosh's Haran that says, Pshat in the Pasuk, Anoichi Hashem Oikecha. Anoichi Hashem Oikecha, we know there's a Machloik as we showing him if it's a Tzivu, you're not a Tzivu, right? But what exactly, let's, let's even say it's a Tzivu, or, or, or especially if it's not a Tzivu. Who's the Anoichi? If I come to introduce myself to you, so I say, I, my name is Yaakov Shapiro. That's my name. So there's, you have a musig of me, and I identify who I am. If you were Klali Sorolo, then we were, we just don't remember. But if you were able to remember hearing what is the translation of the Pasuk? How do you understand it? Why is Hashem talking that way? So you know what the Joshua Saran says? He says like this. Yudke Vovke, it means Siba Rishoina. Because it means Lamayumin Hamakam Lamayumin Hazman. Everything, by the way, is inside Makam and Zman in this world. Which is by what, by the way, why the Oivde Kaichovim worship the Mazolus, because they're the without them, nothing else could it without time. They looked at the Mazolus as controlling time. In, outside of time, nothing exists in this world. So from all the Sibas going back, time and space is like has the biggest control. After time and space is Siba Rishayna. So says the Ran, everybody knew even before Kabbalah Satoya, Goyim knew that there was such a thing as a Siba Rishayna. They figured it out just like we did. And then the Siba Rishayna comes to Klal Yisrael and says, I want to introduce myself. You know you just came out of Egypt? It doesn't say Everybody asks, 
Why doesn't say that created you? Says the Ran, you don't, if you, that's not Pshan Pasak. It means you want to know who just took you out of Mitzrayim? Anoichi Hashem, I'm the Siba Rishoina. I want to introduce myself. The Siba Rishoina that you always knew existed, I'm introducing myself. You shouldn't think something, somebody else took you out of Egypt. Maybe a Malach, maybe a second Siba, maybe a third Siba. No. Anoichi Hashem Loikecha, the Siba Rishoina. That's the cause of time and space in the whole universe. I'm also the one that took you out of Egypt and is talking to you now. I am your Rabboni Shalom. The Siba Rishoina is Hashem. In, in other words, we have to understand this good. There's two types of uh, gods that people make. There's one where, let's say, something exists and uh, some, a tree or a sun, and some people come and say, that's God. Okay? It exists, but they lay to that is God. It's not really God. Then there's other people that make an imaginary God. There's the Oydea Voidazora. They have the Greeks did Zeus, and the, uh, the other people did the Northmen did Odin. They made up an invented God, right? The whole God doesn't exist. Not that exists in that God. Klal Yisrael, everybody knew that the Sibari Shoina existed. Just our Amuna is that that Sibari Shoina, that's a Dover Poshet that exists, that's the Rabbi Shalom. That's the one that speaks to Nevi'im. That's the one whom we're mispowered for. To. We're mispowered to the Sibari Shoina. That's who took us out of Mitzrayim. That's who made the month fall. That's who makes the rain fall. That is what we call Hashem. That's the, is the Sibari Shoina. Everybody knew, this is what the Ran says, I'm introducing myself. Everybody knew the Sibari Shoina existed. The Chiddush was, the Chiddush, the, what Hashem said there was, I, the Sibari Shoina, was the one that took you out of Egypt. But everybody knew the Sibari Shoina exists. Everybody with me? Okay. Now, we go back to, we're going to speak a little more about this Sibari Shoina. So we know a whole bunch of things about it. By the way, if you want to know exactly what we know about it, the first four of the Animamans. Sir, sit here. Can you give me any moments? Give me the any moments, please. Okay. Okay, I got it, I got it. Thank you. Okay. If this is a different nusuch, take a look. No, the any moments wasn't the Rambam's nusuch. So that's a Swedish sitter has a little different. I'm sure it's the same you'd give Malikrim, I'm sure, but it's a different uh, Sprach. Okay. Um. Okay. The first four of the Yud Gimelikrim about Hashem. The first four. And in the Ramchal, in Derech Hashem, the first chapter, Baboyre Yizborak Shemoy, describes those four Animamans. All the four Animamans are included in the first. Paragraph, the first chapter, I mean. Aleph, Aleph, Baboyre is Borach Shemai. One, Shaboyre is Borach Shemai, who Boyre, who Manuel Chol Habruim, who Levadoi Osov Osov Yasel Chol Hamasim. It means, now theoretically, Hashem could have made Shluchim, and Hashem does have Malachim, but here it means that Hashem is the seed of everything that happens in the world. Number two, who Yochid Vein Yechidus Kamoihu Bishumponim. Now we understand what Yichud Hashem means. You know what it means, Hashem is one? This vort that I said, Kuloi Poshut, that not only is the Siba Rishoina can't be two, but it can't be made of parts. Right? It's not made of parts. It's Kuloi Poshut. It's all without any details. That's what it means, Hashem Echod. Not only that Hashem is not two, but Hashem is not two halves. Hashem doesn't have details. Hashem doesn't have a nose, Hashem doesn't have Chayim, Hashem doesn't have Yidia, Hashem doesn't have anything. It's Kuloi Poshet. You're beginning to get it, right? This is what the Rambam means in Hilchus Yisoy the Atayra over here. Then when Hashem, Hu HaYidia, Hu HaDeya, means that Hashem, does, if you would say Hashem has Yidia, means Hashem 
knows that that's a detail in Hashem. That's already a prat. There is no prat. What Hashem has is not Yediyah. What we call knowledge that's outside of a person, that now joins into a person in some way, Gashmias, Ruchnias, however you want to say it, two separate things. Hashem cannot be comprised of two separate things. That's what the Rambam means when he says that's two Hashems. If you believe that Hashem and his life, Hashem and his life, could be Hashem without his life, could be Hashem with his life, wrong. Those are protim. Those are details. That's not kuloi poshut. A siba rishayna cannot have things possessed of him. A siba rishayna cannot have parts. If you think Hashem has parts, two halves to one Hashem, that's a void That's what the Rambam is saying. Now, I, so what does it mean when we say Hashem knows and Hashem is strong and Hashem elikim uh, chayim, right? So says the Rambam in Marinavuchim, it doesn't, when you say Hashem knows, we, we don't know anything really about what Hashem is because we can't be Musa Gesiba Rishayna. While we do know a lot about Hashem, we know a lot about Hashem, about what He's not. Hashem is not physical. Hashem is not ignorant. Not that He has knowledge. He's not ignorant. He doesn't need knowledge, in other words. When we say Hashem is Yodeya, it means He doesn't need knowledge. He's hakol, he, he's hakol yochol, means he doesn't need strength. If you say Hashem has strength, you're not even avoid Hashem doesn't need strength. Kulay poshet, he could do whatever he does without what we call strength. He doesn't need yidi, he doesn't need life. He doesn't need any of those things. We know what Hashem is not. Toyrim shliliyim, they call him. And this is the Rambam's shita, and we're going to see the Rambam's going to be lishitosoy. But this is what it means that Hashem, whenever we say something about Hashem, really means one of two things, the Rambam says. It means, means what Hashem is not, or it means what Hashem feels like. You know, sometimes you, you put something in a computer. Well, they don't put things in it anymore, but it used to be. You used to put things in a computer, like disks, and a program, and then the computer would do something, crash, and you say, well, the computer didn't like that program. The computer doesn't have emotions. It means that it acted to us in a way that Beloshin B'nai Adam, we call it like. So the Ram says it's also a pshat. When it says Hashem does gvura, it means it seems to us, it feels to us like what normally would be gvura. It feels to us what normally would be chesed or rachm. Hashem doesn't have emotions. When we say Hashem loves, it's not like we have love. Well, we have love. We have a, a, a what, is, what does it mean? Something happened that affected my emotions, Balkorchi. Right? Obviously, Balkorchi. Uh, it affected my emotions, and suddenly my glands or hormones, whatever they are, they, 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 gla- they it secretes some things, and the body uh, has this feeling. Do you think that's really Hashem? That's mamish physical. When we say Hashem means Hashem acts to us in such a way, that, but Hashem is kuloi poshut. What Hashem is, we have no musik because our experiences don't have such a thing. We know what Hashem is not. With me so far, we're doing good. Now, by the way, this thing about the Siba Rishoyna, that the infinite, that means the, the cannot be an infinite chain of Sibas. Uh, I was here, Sefer in Nevei Sholem. It was written by Rabbi Avram Sholem. He was a cardinal in the 1400s. The Maral quotes it a few, uh, more than once. Uh, I couldn't tell you more than twice because I only know of two places, but I can't swear that it's not more. The Maral quotes the Sefer, and he says that this Yisoid is what the Rambam means in Hilchus Yisoid Atayra, Perik Aleph, Halacha Hey, Hamotzu Yazehu Aleikaha Oylam Adon Kol Haaretz, and then it says, "V'hu Hamanik Hagalgal BeKoyach Shein Loi Kates V'Tachlus, BeKoyach Shein Loi Hefsik, SheAgalgal Soivev Tomid, V'Yefshe SheYosuf Beloy Mesavev." It's not possible that it should. The galgal should, uh, uh, what do you call it, rotate. I rotate. So what do you call it when it, hmm? That's spin. When it goes around, circles. It should not circle. It needs a siba that's mesavevit. This is, cryptic rambams, but now we know exactly what it means. 
Sure, you could have a malach or something being misave, but who's, who is the seba of the malach? And who's the seba of that? So there's a seba of all sebas. Rabbi Avram Shalom, the Nevei Shalom, I have the sefer here if anybody wants to see it afterwards, um, says that this yisoid, that you can't have an infinite, is, that's what the Rambam means there. But the Rambam says it's klor and moinavuchim and the hakdomatach and like all the Rishonim say this, everybody says this. But now what do we have about Hashem? What's the aside we have now about the Rabbi Nishalolim? We have about the Rabbi Nishalolim that, and this is Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echod. The Rambam says when we say mitzvah to know Hashem is Echod, this is what the mitzvah is. To know that Hashem has no chalokim, he's kuloi poshut, he's, even when it says in the Svarim we say one, it really means he's just not two. Because one means like one with potential that you could add, right? No, you can't add to a Sibarishoina. It's not possible because a Sibarishoina has no Gvulim. If something has no Gvulim, it can't be more than one. No definitions, no Gvulim. All we know is Hashem is not two. Hashem is not weak. Hashem doesn't need strength. Hashem is not ignorant. But to say that Hashem has knowledge, that's a mistake. That's like saying Hashem has a nose. Hashem doesn't need knowledge. How it works, Hashem? couldn't tell you. You can't expect me to tell you because my experience doesn't deal with stuff outside of fi the finite world of Siba and Mesoyvev. But there has to be mathematically a Siba Rishayna. And this is the Yisoyed Hashem Aleikeinu Hashem Echod. This is Mamash what it means. And it's in all, all the Svarim like this. Every, from the Ramchal, the Tanya, learn Tanya, Shar, Shara Yichud Ve'amunah. This he talks about it too. This is true. Sai Alpi, the Rambam's philosophy, Sai Alpi Kabbalah, and the Tanya over there says, Taka, that this Rambam brings this Rambam, it's Oiskahalten, Alpi Nigla, Alpi Nista. This is Dover Posh. In fact, the, the Svarim say that when the philosophers say, Muchrachametzius, it's the same as when the Mekabolim say, Ein Soif. It means very simple. The Rabbani Shloilam that we just said, the. Uh, Eloha Elois, Sibaha Sibois, now we know what these means. This mom is Hashem. And it's in Yisoyde Atayah. Now, if a person knows this, is there a kasha like this? Can I ask a kasha? Since Hashem has Yidiyah of what the future is, if I had Yidiyah of what the future is going to be, the future is locked in, correct? So if I have Yediyah, that's how I know that Yediyah locks in the future. So because I know Yediyah locks in the future, ah, so Hashem's Yediyah also locks in the future? What's wrong with that kasha? What's wrong with that kasha is that you can't shteltsu Hashem's Yediyah from us. We do know that Yediyah locks in the future. What does that have to do with Bern Shalom? does not have what we call Yediyah. It's not the pshat, we don't know how he knows. Sometimes my wife told me something. They said, how did you know that? I had no idea how she knew that. Right? It's not the pshat when the Rambam says, we don't know how Hashem knows. It means Hashem figured it out somehow, and we don't know how. That's not what it means. It means when we say Yidi, it means, like the Rambam says himself, it means Hashem is not ignorant. We don't know when we say Hashem knows. It doesn't mean Yediyah. Hashem does not have, yes, Yediyah locks in the future. Yes. If Hashem would have Yediyah, chas v'sholem, it would lock in the future. And if he would have a nose, he'd need tissues. But Hashem has no nose and he has no Yediyah. So Hashem doesn't lock in the future. Vos frexed about Yediyah, says the Rambam. But now we understand. Now let's read the Rambam. Now let's read the Rambam. The Rambam's saying, you're going to ask this kasha? No. If you ask this kasha, that means you started from the wrong place in the Rambam. There's something called Hilchus Yisoy What are you asking kashas about Hashem if you don't even know what Hashem is? So listen to the Rambam now, all right? Ikrim 
אבל צורך עצו לידה להובן בדובר זה שאני אומר כבר ביאנו בפרק שני בהלכס יסוד דעתוירה. I already explained already in הלכס יסוד דעתוירה this יסוד that אין יודעיה בדעה שהוא חוץ ממנו. In other words, if you wouldn't know the יסודס, if you wouldn't learn חווייס דה רבורך בר before the גמר ראשי טויסוס, you would understand, you wouldn't have such dumb kashas. Because it's a dumb kasha the Rambam is saying. It's not a kasha. If you ask on a human being, on your avoid the Zora, the avoid the Zora knows everything. It has yediyah on everything. It's, right, omniscient. Fine, you'll have a kasha. But what's that have to do with Hashem? Hashem is kuloi poshut. I said that already. But you didn't learn that. You come first asking kashas without learning. Asking kashas on Hashem without knowing Hashem is. You can ask kashas on a toysis if you don't know the toysis. That's what the Rambam is saying. And he's saying, he's, a lot of times the Rambam uh, says, Kvar he, uh, but uh, in fact, right over here in Hilchus Tshuva, one page earlier, there's a Kvar Biyarnu. Uh, the Rambam says, uh, here, one page earlier, Perk Dalit Hilchus Tshuva. There he's, he says like this. Kvar um, Biyarnu, uh, he says about good midas, how a person has to be noyig, the Rambam is, is, says, you know, I'm referencing what I said before. The Rambam, he is not referencing what he said before. The Rambam is saying, you should have learned it before. It means you should have done it. Go back and read that before you ask kashas. The Rambam is saying, your kasha is a dumb kasha. Why? Because you jumped the boat. You jumped to asking kashas. You're a shaita, but not really a shaita. I'll show you soon. Rambam Lishitosa, exactly what you are. But the Rambam is saying it's not a kasha. You know, the first thing, the Aleph base about Hashem, you're not going to ask this because Hashem has no idea. Do you know what you are? What, what is the word? So a guy who has no knowledge, no, no idea, sees an Amoritz. Uh, there are other, you know, names. There's Tipish, there's... A guy, a guy's a tippish, right? tippish, a tippish. There's a shoyta. Shoyta has certain things. Potter from mitzvahs if he's a real shoyta. Why do we call a guy that is, so, is confused and he learns the Rebbech Ber before the Gemara Shitoisis? So I want to read you a Rambam. The Rambam says what he's called. It's a Rambam in Pirkei Ovois, Perikei, Mishnah Zayin in this printing that I have in front of me. Shiva devarim begoylam v'shiva bechocham. There are seven simonim of a goylam and seven simonim of a chocham. One of the simonim of a goylam is, of a chocham is, ha'oymer al rishon rishon v'al achroin achroin. He says on the first, first, and the last, last. He goes in order. And the, the opposite is in the Goyim. Says the Rambam, what does it mean? Ho'imir al-Rishon, Rishon, v'achren, achren? Ma'il ha-shlishis, she-yistader b'talmudoi. He has to be organized in his learning. V'yaktim ma-shiroi l'hakdimoi. He should uh, learn earlier what he should learn earlier. He should learn first what he should learn first. V'yeyocher ma-shiroi l'achroi. And he should learn afterwards only what you learn afterwards. You learn the Rebbech Ber after the Gemara, right? And this is a very big yesoid if you want to know how to learn. And this is what the Mishnah means. The Rambam says this simon of a chacham and the opposite of a golem is somebody that learns. He learned this and he learned that but in the wrong order. You're not a Tippish if you ask this, well, soon. You're, you're a goylem because you should have learned Tilchus Yisoydei Atayra. But that's if you're a Jew. If you're a goy, you don't have Tilchus Yisoydei Atayra. However, you do have something else. When I started this shmuz about Hashem being kuloi poshut, I didn't bring one shtickle from the Torah. We just reasoned it, Right? And the Ramchal at the beginning of Derech Hashem and the section about Vaboyre Yisbarach Shemoy. By the way, the whole section is about these four animamans. They are included in here and he's Mazbada. He says like this, Dvorim Eila Yedunam Bekabolam in Ho'ovoysim in Hanaviyam. We know these Yediyas about Hashem 
from the Ovois and from the Nevi'im. Hasigum kol Yisrael b'maymer hasinei v'omdum amitosam b'birur. V'lomdum l'bneihem dorach ador kayoim hazeh. So we know these things by Masaira. Omnam, says the Ramchal, You could figure this out just by your Chochmah, by Seichel, like we did, because you can have an infinite regression of causes, and something that's the first cause has to be a Mokrachamatzias and has to be Kuloi Poshet. What you won't know, according to the Ran, is that Siba Rishon is Hashem. According to the Ran, that's the mitzvah of Anoich Hashem Kecha. Not to believe there's a Siba Rishonah, that's simple math. But to believe that the Siba Rishonah, that's what we call Hashem. The, the one that took us out of Egypt and the one that speaks to Nevi'im, who we're mispalal for, that's the Amunah. Not that there's a Siba Rishonah as opposed to the world popping in. That, that all you need is to be a Bardas, because things don't pop in without Sibas. There has to be a Siba. That this Siba Rishoina is Hashem, that's Amuna. But says the Ramchal, you can figure this out on your own. And it's Mokruch that they should be this way. Based on what we see in our eyes. Based on what we see So if you're a guy, you should be able to figure this out. If you don't figure it out, you're a tipish. What's a tipish? A tipish, it says, like Chazal, tipazu chochamoy tipish, right? It means uh, a guy that doesn't have brains. It means you're not, you, you just don't have brains. You should have figured this out. But even if you're a tipish, if you're Jewish, you should figure, you should know it anyway because you have a Messiah. Even a tipish Jew is going to know it because you also know it means the Messiah. Elamai, why don't you know it? Goylem, because you learned that you asked the kasha before you learned it. So if you're a yid, you don't know it, it's because you're a goylem. Even a tipish yid would know, but a goylem wouldn't. But a guy, he has, doesn't have, he doesn't have the Messiah. He just has his chokhmah. So if a guy's a chokhmah, uh, he'll figure it out. Um, but if a yid is a tipish, a yid's a chokhmah will figure it out too. But even if he's a tipish, could be he won't figure it out. Because he'll need the Messiah and he'll have to learn the Messiah Keseder. So we have Miyashiv, the Ravid's Kasha. The Ravid said, Why didn't you answer the Kasha? He did answer the Kasha. What he said was, That's why the Ramam used all these Lashonis. He said, Look, first he said, If you ask, you're a Golem, you're a Tipish, it's a, it's a dumb Kasha. And you should know they're big Yisoyis. We're talking about Hashem. And you can't be Masig what Hashem is. That said, I already explained to you, the Rambam here is not saying the same as he said. He stells to every now and then, the Rambam, Kvar Biyarnu this, Kvar Biyarnu that, because he needs to reference something he said elsewhere. He's not referencing this. He's saying, you should have learned that. Had you learned that, you wouldn't be asking this kasha. And that's why he said, Listen to me what I'm telling you, Kvar Biyarnu, listen. I already explained it, meaning... You should have learned this already. Understand that that's the Yisoyed. Don't ask such kashas. If you understand the Yisoyed, you got it. Because we don't know what it means that, well, he's not ignorant. But he has no, no knowledge. We can't be masik that alboyoi. Just like we can't know Hashem's mohos, his essence, his amitas haboyre is the way the Rambam calls it. Why? Because the das of Hashem, whatever you want to call it, das should be in quotes because he means it's just loshen mushal. There are mamchal at the end of, uh, in Derech Hashem, there's Maimer um, Ho'ikrim. Uh, he says over there, uh, the first thing that you should know, whenever we talk about Hashem, we're going to use words, but they're only like kaviochel. So when we say Hashem knows, we should really say Hashem knows kaviochel. It's not only when we say Yad Hashem kaviochel. When we say Hashem Yodeya, it's kaviochel also. So, v'kebon uh, shekein, and since we can't be masi, uh, since Hashem is all one, Ein bonu koyach leida hech yeda kadosh baruch hu kol abrum v'maseihem. 
It means we don't know how he's not ignorant of it. And don't ask kashas that if Hashem knows, it locks in the future because it's not true that Hashem literally knows. Hashem doesn't need Yediyah. Hashem doesn't have muscles. He doesn't have uh, feet. He doesn't have speed. He doesn't have strength. What strength? Strength is the ability to overcome resistance. If a guy's strong, it means he can lift 400 pounds. It means that resistance of 400 pounds, he could overcome. Somebody else can only overcome 100 pounds. Does it make any sense to say Hashem has strength? That there's koyach against Hashem, that he could overcome it? That's mamish hagshama. That's mamish making Hashem into an avoid zara. It's not only two Hashems. The one Hashem that you believe in is a physical Hashem. Hashem's gevur means we don't. Hashem doesn't need gevur. Hashem doesn't need idea. And none of this. Mamela, what do we have over here? We have we're miyashiv. Do we have any other kashas that we weren't miyashiv over here? Um, no. This is why the Rambam says. First, he says. We already explained this. And then he says, well, you can't be Masik Hashem. Yes, since we already explained, you can't be Masik Hashem. Because Hashem is Kulei Posik. That's why you can't be Masik Hashem. That Hashem is Echod. And that Yediya that we have experience with, that locks in the future, is no raya b'chlal, there's no kasha from there to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we're miyasha the rabbit's kasha, there's mamish poshet of Shat and Rambam, and all the kashas of Yoshev.